Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I'm your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and a transformational coach for entrepreneurs, businesses, leaders, and for those who want to break the cycle of convention and redefine success one step at a time. I am on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week we have thought leaders, change instigators and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life and your business. Well, this week I am super, super, super excited about our guest. We have the beautiful Marie Diamond. Marie Diamond is one of the world's top transformational leaders, speakers, and internationally best-selling author, a renowned voice on law of attraction, feng shui, and dowsing. A seer in a modern context, Maria was the only European star featured in the worldwide phenomenon, The Secret. Marie merges her profound intuitive knowledge of energy and the law of attraction with her extensive studies of quantum physics, meditation, feng shui and dowsing to transform the success, financial situations, relationships, motivations and inspirations of individuals, organizations and corporations. Her clients include billionaires, multi-millionaires, A-list celebrities in film and music, just to name a few, Steven Spielberg, the Rolling Stones, Paula Abdul, and the list goes on. Some of her clients were also top-selling writers, motivational speakers, world-class athletes, leading CEOs, and government. Marie is a founding member of the Global Transformational Leadership Council and is both founder and president of the Association of Transformational Leaders of Europe. Marie has established a world-class reputation for transforming the success, health, relationships and spiritual wisdom for millions of people. She is someone that thousands of entrepreneurs, businesses and corporations turn to for unique insights and guidance with branding, marketing and business decisions. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Good morning or good evening, depending on what side of the world you are at today. We have the lovely Marie Diamond. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you so much, Catherine. I'm so excited to be with you and with all the women out there. I'm super excited to have you on the show as we got uh, chatting a little bit before. Um, The way that we always start the show is we always love to ask our woman of inspiration, to share her unique story. So Marie, what inspired you to do what you do today? Well, I think it really started for me when I was 15 years old. Um, I was um, 
experiencing a near-death experience after being killed by a truck and revived. And when I came back out of the coma, um, I became um, awake with a very clear message that I was here to enlighten more than 500 million people. And at 15, of course, I had no idea what that meant, but it was very clear that was my vision. And uh, so from that moment on, I started asking every day, how can I do that? You know, universe, tell me, how can I enlighten? Perhaps I can smile to one person. I kind of calculated even if I would change somebody's life every day, one person uh, for the rest of my life, you know, how much people, if I would turn 80, if I would turn 90, how much people I would have impacted. Um, but um, I remember at that time, I was already meditating quite for a long time since I was seven and had a spiritual teacher. And um, so I asked him really, um, you know, why did that happen? Why, um, you know, did I got this accident and why did I attract this bad luck? Because I was aware of the law of attraction, was aware of um, intentions. And I, I'm pretty sure I didn't put that intention out to get run over by a truck. And so he said, well, Marie, you have bad feng shui. And I was like, what's that? Right. And um, so he shared with me that the environment where I was sleeping, the room where I was sleeping was really bad luck. And, and I really hated that room. And so I asked my parents to move into another room and where I started practicing some basic feng shui steps that he shared with me. And my life started really turning around in, uh, from being very much bullied at school to being, you know, very accepted by friends and, and having a whole community of girlfriends around me. Um, from being very lonely to, you know, being a party animal. So a lot of things changed, to be honest, in a good sense. Um, and I also had not just that accident. I had a lot of health issues before um, I had that accident. And since I moved in that, bed, that new bedroom, my health improved so much. So I was like, mm, there's something to that environment. And so... One of the things is I kept practicing these basic things. And um, when I was 18, I had to make a decision which college, which university. So I decided to become a lawyer because I thought like, well, if I become a lawyer, I could become a minister, I could become a diplomat, and then I could really impact people's life uh, from that perspective. And so I did that actually. For five years, I was working for the Belgian European governments. And um, at 31, I kind of figured out this is not the way to go. And I started having a consulting company, working with uh, high-end clients, um, politicians, entrepreneurs, teaching them, you know, how to be in balance, how to, um, you know, um, meditate, how to use some basic principles. And before I knew it, I would start teaching about it and... You know, after a few years, I really felt that was, you know, not going to go to the 500 million people because I was in Belgium and Belgium is like 10 million people. So I was like, OK, I need to do something. So I actually made the decision to move to America and um, I there was very conscious um, about my feng shui. Meanwhile, I had studied feng shui with grandmasters um, in Malaysia and um so I had a, a, a quite a following already in the European continent, but you know, America was totally new for me. And um, I put out a vision board. That was my first real vision board um, in my office. 
and that was 2002. And I put out, I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people that will transform the world. It was like on a yellow post-it note, I still remember, put it on my vision board, put like a fake Oscar on it and put my name on it. And I said, look, okay, I'm not so far from Hollywood. I mean, I was living in San Francisco at that time. And um, so, yeah, what happened is within a month, I had my first Oscar-winning client that found me. I still don't know how. Within a few months, I was mentoring and advising people on feng shui, on meditation, on spirituality, uh, people like Jack Enfield, John Gray, Bob Proctor, Marcy Shymoff, you know, by coincidence, all people that ended up in The Secret. And um, indeed, I was interviewed for a, a little movie that was originally planned to just be for Australia uh, called The Secret. And um, when I was interviewed um, for that movie, I, I knew it was going to be groundbreaking. Um, and I felt like, well, if I reach millions of people in Australia, I'm very happy about that. Uh, but I did not know, of course, at that point that... Uh, literally, um, I was the only European um, interviewed at that time, and that would totally um, open my world to the, open my, you know, manifesting my vision to reach 500 million people and more, what it has done, the secret since that moment. So I would say it's kind of, a, I got that done. So, um, and I started teaching really um, the law of attraction the missing link of the law of attraction, feng shui, dowsing, meditation. And now we have more than um, 700,000 people online through different publishing companies, through my own company that um, is teaching um, enlightenment, um, but also enlightenment, uh, knowing that your home is the place where the enlightenment can happen. So to be enlightened in yourself and, and creating an enlightened space around you. So I am also married for more than 30 years. I have three adoring children and one grandson. And um, it's one of my big bucket uh, points that I have not done yet is visiting Australia. So that's something I hope in the coming years will happen. Oh, we can organize that for you, Marie. I have got so many questions for you. And I remember the secret that was amazing and it was massive. And um, it, it kind of links in with what you were saying, the missing link to manifestation, because I think that in the secret, I remember what, and I haven't seen it for such a long time, but I do remember um, that it was very much about, um, you know, setting the intention, making sure we had the right right vibrations and but there, there there is a missing piece to to I guess everything that we learned from that movie and um and I, I'd like to hear more about that that where you talk about the missing link to the law of attraction what is that missing link well um when I was um, doing the interview for Rhonda Byrne um I was telling her that there are three aspects to the law of attraction, what I learned from my Chinese grandmaster. And the first part is what we call spiritual luck. And your spiritual luck is your soul has come to this planet to uh, experience um, you know, your life and to fulfill a purpose. And that you have talents 
and have some challenges that you'll go through and people will call that destiny or your karma and um, when you are in alignment with your soul you uh, do meditation your prayer you are uh, going and opening up and awaken to your spiritual aspect that your law of attraction will you know create about 33.3 percent of results and the second part what i always learned was that is the human aspect of the law of attraction that's where I think also in the secret we focus almost 90.99% uh, 99% to it where all the speakers talk about the mindset you know to have the right mindset to have the right feelings uh, because the thoughts and the, uh, the feelings are vibrations and also to take the right actions and um, the Chinese do believe that's only 33.3% of the results of the law of attraction and not like 100% like most self-help teachers are talking about. And then the last part um, is what they call the environmental luck, the earth luck, and that is where your environment is. And so where you sleep, where you live, where you work, everything around you is actually giving you subconscious messages, the images around you, the colors, the way you position yourself. And that is what the Chinese about 4,000 years ago started understanding that there is a chi, an energy, a vibration that is where you are, where your body is, where your mind is experiencing life, where you feel things, where you do take action and where you meditate and prayer. And that is your home. That is your environment. And that one third or 33.3% of your results are in that area. And so the Chinese kind of kept that quite hidden to like, let's say the uh, the 1950s when it started opening up more to, to the um, American continent and the European continent. And uh, so when I was in the secret, um, you know, when the secret came out, I mean, it was not a success. Literally, it was not. And um, so everybody was struggling with, you know, the production team, uh, with the finances and so on, the producer, Rhonda Byrne. And so I asked her, can I come and do my magic? Can I check out your environment? And so I redesigned her environment. I redesigned the environment for about 50% of the people in the secret because they are my clients, uh, from the publisher, from the marketeer. So, um, and the moment we did that, and that kind of happened in a few months' time, suddenly there's this big shift happening, and uh, we got on Oprah, and um, but we had put Oprah as a picture in all these offices also for in a specific area. And um, so it was like, you know, you can be very focused on certain things, but if your environment is like telling a different story, if your goals that you have is contradicted by the vibrations of your home, if you can perhaps make a vision board, but your three-dimensional vision board, that is your home, is telling a different story, then it's very hard to manifest because the earth luck is actually your last part of manifestation because things come from spirit through using your mind, feelings, and your body into the environment, into the earth. So it's, uh, it manifests from spirit into matter. And so when the, the, the most materialistic area uh, is telling uh, different stories and giving chaos and, and disorder, then it's actually not able to manifest. So 
Um, that's why people call me the secret behind the secret or the missing link of the secret, because um, I do believe and the people very close to the secret know and tell that also that it, things start shifting right after I did all the work of feng shui. And it's because people are... are thinking, well, I will change my mind, okay? I will have always good feelings. Okay, I will take massive action. I will meditate every day. But let's be honest, it takes a lot of discipline to do all this, right? And there are days where you're just like, oh, I don't care, right? Uh, it's too hard. It's too difficult. Life is so hard or, you know, there's a crisis in the world. Um, but if you direct the energy where you sit and your bed and your desk position and the, your success direction is activated, and this is exactly what I did, I put in my personal success direction based on your birthday, I put my vision board, I put my Oscar, and I still do that. Everything I want, it's still very well placed in my uh, environment. And so the universe is picking up the vibration and what I want, even if I don't think about it, because my home is becoming this radiation, a magnetic field, because what I want to accomplish is present. My goals, my success, my books, everything is present, even if I don't think about it consciously, subconsciously, it's always there around me, and because of that, reflected back into me. Wow. And I so agree with that because I think environment and there's a lot there's a lot of uh, research now, too, when we're talking about qu quantum entanglement and quantum physics, that environment plays a really big part on uh, mindset, health, relationships, the whole works. So when you're talking about feng shui, what is one to expect? We, uh, to, so you, you were talking about you get their birthday. What exactly do you take a client through when you set up their home? Yeah. So the first thing, and everybody can do that, you can go to get your free Marie Diamond app. So you put in Marie Diamond on the Google uh, store or the app store, and you will get a, a free app. And so in the app, I will ask you to put in your gender, and you have to put your birth gender. That's very important. It has to connect with your DNA and your birthday. And then once you have put that in, you click on reveal your energy number, and you literally will get a compass. And that compass will have four areas that are strong for you. And one is your success direction, uh, your health, relationship, and wisdom direction. And you can also go to the website, mariedam.com, click on get your free energy report that helps you to understand what this app all does. And then people, that's the first thing I always do, I check their energy number, what are their directions. And based on that, I can already read uh, what is going on because there's a time aspect to it and I can say well you know last year this and this last month this and this so there is a um, a prediction aspect to it because the Chinese actually um, have checked the energy and how the energy flows for the birthdays for about 10,000 years so um, once you know how the it's almost like an algorithm in a way yeah. So once you know the algorithm of your chi, of your energy, you can then um, look into your home and people take down the compass and they hold the compass, let's say, in the center of your office, of your workspace, and you hold your, your phone flat on your hand and you see where your success direction is. 
what's in your success direction? And that's the first thing I always do with clients is must be reflecting your career, must be reflecting money, abundance. So if you put there dead plants or you've put there a garbage bin or um, you have clutter there, you actually have blocked the um, portal, the energy flow between you and the universe because your home is an expansion of yourself. It's a reflection of yourself. Now, it's possible you had some bad um, limitations or blockages or limiting beliefs around career and money, and you have reflected that in your environment without knowing even by putting certain things there. You know, we do things subconsciously. And so what if you can reverse that, right? And you take that away and you start putting a little success altar where you put books of success or images of successful people. You put your vision board and um, or any products or your business cards, anything that you would say to the universe, that's what I all need, you know, all this information to be successful. And once you do that, there's this very beautiful shift that starts happening that I see within nine hours to nine days, people's mindsets start turning around. And so then you can do that for your relationships. You can do that for your health. You can do that for your wisdom. Wisdom is always about education, spirituality. And you can do that first in your office. You can do that in your bedroom. Um, you can do that in your living space. And once you have set this up um, and activated these areas, we also try then to uh, position yourself in a good way. So the first rule of positioning yourself to be more successful, to uh, attract more higher energy and better energy is to always see the door. So like I'm sitting right now, even if there's nobody here present with me, I still see the door because um, you need to follow the flow of the human energy. And I don't have to look at the, the window because to be honest, nobody gets through the windows here on the third floor. So, um, so you always have to watch the door and then you try to also, if possible, position your desk in such a way. And that's why you're using the compass facing one of your good directions. And you will see on the compass, there are some directions that are empty. And when you face empty directions, then that's what will happen. Your mind will stay empty. And what happens when your mind is empty, you go into beta vibration. You are not concentrated. You lose focus. You don't see solutions. You get faster depressed. And so when you face one of your good directions, your mind goes into alpha. And we have done this testing with the encephalogram within three seconds your brain changes into alpha and people pay thousands of dollars to get into alpha state. And the only thing you need to do is really facing the right direction. And so the moment you do that, your mind is like, Oh, your mind is on, right? Your heart opens, your chakras align and you get, um, you know, in a better vibe, you start seeing solutions and exactly that is what happens. So then I position people, their bed, their uh, office, their sofa, and then, of course, in a more advanced feng shui, we're going to very deep details because even if, for example, south is a good direction, the south is still 45 degree and you still have 45 angles. And so, you know, one degree is always better than another. And I go deeper into that. Um, and then looking at the images that are around you, you know, what do you have around you, especially when you come inside? That's the first thing I always do. I come inside and 
into their um, through their entrance door, and if when you come in, the entrance is cluttered. There are coats hanging and shoes on the ground, and there's like perhaps Amazon boxes, and um, and there's you know there's no light there. There's no feeling of welcoming, like the picture of the family, a beautiful plant, you know, a candle, and light colors. You know, then you actually. Um, saying to the universe, welcome, I am ready for you, I'm ready for manifesting all the goals I've been sending out. You have to, perhaps, you have been perhaps sending out the goals, but are you ready to receive them back? Are you ready to receive all the goods that the universe is bringing you? So your entrance must be, I always say it's almost like your house, you have to turn this around and see it as a palace and think about you're the queen, you're the king, and if you're coming into your house, are you welcomed as a queen or a king in your life? And go through your house and, and look at it. Like, is this reflecting what I want? I want romance, but any image I have out is single women. What are you telling your perhaps you want to be? You, you put it out there because you are single, but is this still what you want? And if not, take that away and put images of, you know, people hanging out and, and romance and friends. And so show the universe what you really want to attract and think about your home is like a magnifying billboard for the universe. Mm, I love this. And I've got so many questions uh, out of this. So. Let's look at what would be the basic feng shui um, or shui uh, laws because you were talking about, and I've heard this as well, about making sure that you're facing the door. Um, and there, I just remember there's also a long time ago, and I can't remember the lady's name who came on the show, but she was talking about how our every home has a grid. A grid. So there's... there's um, uh, depending on your, I think it was depending on your birthday, there's obviously uh, whether it's, um, you know, southwest, whatever that may be, then there's, then you go by the direction and north. And I can't remember whether, you know, the the love quadrant was in one, one aspect and then there was career, as long as you were set up in the right uh, grids of a home. I don't know. Is that is that something similar to what you do? Well, the, the system you're describing is the Bagua system. So that is kind of an American system that is a few tens of years old. Um, I really use traditional feng shui. And so based on traditional feng shui, we always look at there is a grid, but the grid changes when you, when you move into the house. So um, there are cycles of energy. And so we are actually almost ending a cycle of uh, 20 years between 2004 and 2024 and the grids will be different than if you have bought a house or moved into a house in that time uh, till if you would go after 2024 or a novel or a room you know move into another home so there's the grids are different from time and the, the grids are different per uh, compass direction on the front door so um, it's a bit more advanced <laughs> what I'm talking about, but um, you know the, the first principle is always to um, create space. Yeah, that's the first principle I always uh, ask people to look into, and um, 
So creating space is letting go of things that you do not longer need anymore. Yeah. And these are things that are in your cabinet, in your closet. You know, think about everything I have around me. Is this going to support me for the future? Right. And that's why decluttering and reorganizing is very important. And that's the first thing. The second uh, law is direction. Yeah, that's why when you have the app, you know what are your good directions. And each time you are facing a good direction, each time you're activating that good direction, you are actually uh, creating a magnetic field in your house that works for you. So it's very personal. It's not just like everybody has the same love corner. Right? Not everybody has the same career area. So it is really depending on your gender and your birthday. So there's an algorithm uh, behind it. And then, um, like I said, creating space, direction. The third step for me is always activation. So activating, um, you know, what we can. And that is based on your, um, your birthday, but also when people move into a house, there are certain things, and when you move into a house, there's certain things you want to activate. Uh, could be by uh, using the five elements. It can be fire, can be water, can be, um, um, you know, a candle, can be a crystal. And so these elements are then activators of the energy that is there. And another aspect um, of a law is curing, because there are always areas that are less good energy or too yin are not active enough and we need to bring the energy up. So, you know, when something is good, we activate it. When something is less good, we are neutralizing with it, we're curing it. And so, and then the last law is time. You know, time is very important in, um, in real original feng shui. And we, not just your birthday, but for example, the Chinese New Year. So we are now at the beginning of a new year. Uh, we're getting into the uh, ox year. And so um, once you come into that ox year or a rat year or whatever year it is, there are some activations that needs to be uh, created for the house. Uh, the cash flow, for example, will be different each year. So there's a compass direction that uh, we want to activate um, money for in that kind of year. So there are yearly cycles, there are 20 year cycles, and there are actually also monthly cycles. Um, and so people that really study with me, they learn very practical that, to understand how all these things are um, activating your law of attraction, but also creating a quantum physics field where your goals are manifesting easier. Uh, where you manifest your goals more effortless because when you have the wind in working with you, because feng shui means wind and water. So if the wind and the water is supporting you, right, then, you know, your goals manifest faster and it's like the resistance is gone. And, um, and it feels like magic because like people start calling you and people send you all the right things because the wind is with you. If you, do not uh, implement these things. It's possible that you have a home that really works for you by coincidence, hopefully for you, but it's also possible you have a home that is creating wind against you and that you're sleeping the wrong direction, um, that the images around you are just really telling a different story than what you want. And then what happens is you, you're, you can still manifest things, but it's with more pressure. It's with more resistance. And it feels like, 
you still get to the top of the mountain. You know, you can still become very successful, but with so much more hardship and failures and less support. Because when you work with feng shui, that is always the magic of it. It's like suddenly things fall in place. And, and that's exactly what happened to me. I could never have become this global transformational uh, teacher and uh, global uh, inspirational speaker and, um, you know, reaching all these people in the world if I would not have used my feng shui. I would have stayed, I'm sure, a lawyer in Belgium working for the government. And look at you now. That's amazing. So as you're taking us through this, Marie, because I know there's also a component to feng shui is dowsing to see what kind of energy is running. So, so for example, I know some people do dowsing before they build a house to make sure they build the house in the right direction and, and so forth. Just would you like to talk us through that? Because I know like is, is that um, will the app almost replace a dowsing experience? No, no, the app is, is not, it's something totally different. So in the environment, there are, um, I would say, the principles and rules of how chi flows, right? And then uh, that's what feng shui masters have really figured out, right? Um, and the app is like the first step for that. And, um, but dowsing is actually tuning into the magnetic field of the earth. And so I'm also a, a master dowser and we have um, dowsing programs and only just for that, we have more than 300,000 people worldwide that have studied uh, dowsing with us because it's very easy to learn. And once you know how to do it, and so dowsing is really checking out what are the stress zones? What And this has, for every house, it's completely different. There is no rule to it, yeah? there. So you can have underground water right, in your house, you can be on a fault line. Um, if you're not sleeping on it, you probably will not feel it that much. But when you're sleeping on it, you actually, your body will start um, having more problems with immune uh, system. Um, you will feel like more drained. So, but if, for example, that underground water is in the east in your house, other houses could have nothing at all because it's all to do with where your house is located, um, where the underground water is. Um, I'm sure in Australia there are some, you know, fault lines too from earthquakes. So that is something that happens under the ground and we can figure that out with dowsing and we can cure it. So when there is this stress zone, we can actually it, I cure it and we, we do specific cures that are like acupuncture cures. So if you go to an acupuncturist, you have like needles they put in your body. Well, we have like a big copper needles that we put in the house and then that stress zone gets neutralized. So that is one aspect of it. And this is connected with what the dowsers would use, you know, hundreds of and thousands of years is to find water, right? To find underground water. Now, even the Romans knew that, that they would make sure that um, they would never build their villages, their cities on places where there was water. Yeah. The underground water would be in an open, you know, the, the well would be in the square. It would never be in the home. So because if you sleep on it, you actually have less good energy you're less active your mood is not in such a positive way and they knew that if they would put their streets on the water 
where, where there's underground water and they they got the druids the german druids to do this um and the british druids to do this they would actually where the water was they would build the streets and even their uh, streets between cities because if you walk on the water not, not literally because there's streets on on it like underground water where the it's not the the water above the ground but the water under the ground then you have more energy when you walk over it but you cannot sleep on it and so that is part of dowsing um and a lot of uh issues can really happen especially in in businesses when there is a lot of underground water that money uh, will kind of drain energetically and people have a harder time to concentrate and uh, teamwork is less uh, positive. And so we also can now since, you know, uh, let's say more than 50 years, we have other stress zones and that is electricity, uh, Wi-Fi, um, telephone poles. So there's other stress zones that we can pick up in dowsing and that we also can cure and so we can actually change the magnetic field of the house so that your health will be better, uh, that healing will go easier. Of course, you still have to go to the doctor and take your medicines, but we feel the immune system improves. And so people feel that it's whatever they do then from healing, it works better for them because the house is becomes a positive vibration. And so in the original um, traditions in China, the feng shui masters would always have a compass and dowsing sticks. And they would never, even if the feng shui would be really good, but there was underground water, they would never build on the underground water, even if the feng shui was pretty good. So um, for many thousands of years, that dowsing was kind of lost a little bit, especially in the Chinese tradition. And so when people study with me, they have to do both because I can, for example, say, hey, this is a good feng shui position for your desk or for your bed, but there is perhaps you're sitting perhaps on an, an, an aqua field uh, under your house or you're sitting on an, an earthquake uh, line. I have to be honest, you will not concentrate. Yeah. So even if it looks really good feng shui, it's possible still the energy is off. So both together are very, very powerful um, combination. So from what I understand, and I'm sure our listeners are curious too. So the first step would be obviously doing the dowsing to see if there's any stress zones within your home. So let's say, for example, if you're dowsing and you've already got your house built on. So for example, I'm thinking about myself. I live behind the wetlands and so but my house is already built so if i'm dowsing and i'm seeing that there's actually these water stress zones how does um how do i then put a copper needle through my house or would it would it be using well, something else to to um no. balance out the the water um it is not that we have to put the needles through the house we just put them uh, really on the outside walls like on the on the ground or on the ledge so it's like horizontal with the um, the walls. So we don't, we just tape them right on the walls. And I always say to people, start with feng shui though, because once people are directing their energy, uh, then they will already have immediately much, much easier energy. 
energy to manifest things, right? People want some magic to start happening right away, right? So I always say to people, do first some some feng shui, and then um, you know take on the dowsing. And we have a program where we teach it in um, uh, I think ten lessons. Um, and you need, you need to know the rods and we have special uh, cures that people can order. And this is all very, very uh, uh, easy priced. We, we have this big idea that we want one dowser per family. So we kept everything very reasonable priced, even the cures. The cures for a whole house um, probably cost $100. So it's not like... You have to spend thousands of dollars to do these things. I, I, for me, I think always in um, as massive as possible impact. And um, so we see that once you know how to douse your house and you immediately will start feeling the difference. We see that people then start dousing their families, their friends, you know, their neighbors. And I have people that once they know it, they start just having all these amazing results of people sleeping better, that's the first thing we always douse first in the bedroom, right? Because that's where your body is the most inactive, right? You're laying down, and that's where you're the most sensitive towards um, the the magnetic disturbances of the house. Um, then the living room, for example. Um, and so when people put the cures out, um, you know, once you move, you can actually take the cures with you again. And and use the cures forever in another home. So it's it's um, very easy to work with it, and people love it. You know, people have so much amazing results when people say like, I couldn't sleep. Um, now we sleep well. Um, we're always um, having bad communication. We're fighting all the time. They they do the feng shui and then do the dowsing inside. Suddenly, like harmony is back in the house. So, you know, problems with a child, um, we see that once that is all done, that people feel like, oh, my child finds friends. It's, it's again in a better way. We, we have thousands and thousands of stories. And people have sometimes really tried very hard to change their mindset, you know, to change uh, the way they live. But if their home is stopping them, is blocking them, right? Um, it's very, very difficult. I have a very good YouTube, um, on my YouTube channel, a very good um, YouTube uh, video called Your Home is Your Magnet. Um, and where I tell the story of my, of my um, father um, and how I got into dowsing. And I'm still, you know, so blessed that, um, you know, that my father um, was my teacher in that and even if he lost his life in a, a cancer battle, um, he actually put me on my path for dowsing. And because of that, you know, so many people's life have improved. Mm. So you, you were talking about the, the bedroom. So, for example, um, you, you know, like let's say we use the app. The app, it, it helps you with directions. So you put your, your birth date in there. And then what about if you and your husband are completely opposite directions? How does that work? Well, that's possible, of course, right? So, um, you know, you when you look at a bed, you always try to, um, first of all, when you wake up and you sit up, you always try to see the door, Right. So the moment you do that, you're what you are, what we call that a power position, 
Yeah, you're like in a more powerful energy because you both can see the door. So that's always a good point. And then we always check at the foot end. We stand at the foot end looking at the headboard and we check for who is it a good direction. Because if you have different numbers, uh, there are some numbers that are similar, like number one, three, four, and nine. They are all kind of similar compass directions. We call that East people. They have East, South, East, South, and North combination. So if you have one is one and one is nine, you know, and you're sleeping towards the East, it will be good for both of you. Um, but it's possible you have number two, five, six, seven, and eight, and then you have a totally different combination, like west, northwest, southwest, northeast. And you're like, well, it's good for that person. And, and what about me? Right? Well, then you will try when you work, yeah, at your desk to sit facing a good direction. I always say to people, if at least you can have eight hours. Uh, facing a good direction. If it's in the bed or at your desk, you'll be fine. It's only people start really experiencing when they have nothing that is good for them. Yeah. But it can also be in the sofa. When you're sitting in the sofa, you're, you're, you have the ability to face a good direction or at the dining room table. It all adds up. You know, the hours of facing a good direction it all adds up. And having perfect feng shui, I have never had it in my own life. You know, there's always something in my house. I'm like, okay, it's not so good. But, you know, it already will be improved be, with what you have before. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So it's all adding percentages. And so let's say you have good spiritual karma, like good destiny. You're born in a good place. You never had to been in a war zone. Uh, you know, you have uh, had a good fa uh, family. Let's say you have 20% good spiritual luck. And let's say you really try hard to be a good human being, right? You're grateful. You're trying to do the right things. Let's say you have 20%, right, of uh, good human luck, right? Uh, we never know exactly how much we have. But let's say you try hard. Well, that's only 40%. You know, in order to get a wheel rolling forward, you need 51%. So if you then can look into your home and the way, if you position yourself well and you're facing with your desk the right direction, you activate your success direction, your relationship direction in a few rooms, you get automatically 11%. And that's how people feel. Suddenly things are shifting. And they're like, wow, I tried so hard. And now suddenly like, like the wind is with me. And said, yes, because you added part of your love attraction that you were missing out on. I mean, if people in the secret like John Gray, Bob Proctor, um, you know, Jack Henfield, at a certain point, they felt they were hitting a ceiling. Like the law of attraction was not working for them. I mean, literally, Rhonda Byrne told me at a certain point, Marie, the secret is not working for me. And I said, it is, but you're missing out on a part of it. And so once I came in, suddenly their business started growing and it is like an ease came in and it's, it's not what they are teaching. They don't have to teach this information, right? I'm the one teaching this information, but they practice it. Yeah. And that's why, you know, top CEOs, politicians, uh, celebrities from movie, from music, you know, of course they have their talent and their talent is their destiny, right? Mm -hmm. They have a talent to sing, to perform, and I'm sure they have a good team around them and they are taking really consistent actions to create success and they try to think positive. But, you know, I come sometimes in homes of celebrities and like since they moved into their home, 
nothing happens with them anymore. Nobody talks about them anymore. They don't get the, the golden records. They don't get number ones anymore, you know. And what happens is their home is, is pushing against them, right? And then when I change that around, suddenly the phone starts ringing again. Literally, I remember I was with an, a very famous actor. And he's like, Marie, you know, my agent hasn't called me in a year. I don't know what's going on. He just had purchased a home that was really terrible feng shui. And I said, look, I cannot change your home, how it's set in the landscape, but we can do a few things already, right? So he changed his bed. And literally, as we were changing the bed, the agent called and said, I have a $1 million movie for you. And I said, okay, please give me my bonus. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about it because I, I remember once somebody was saying to me, um, never have your bed head sitting under a, a window. And so it does – I mean, if I look at my bedroom, my door is on the side and there's no way that I could face the door. So I, I, I really like the piece that – and for our listeners as well, you might not get it at 100%, but as long as you get it to at least 51, 60, 70, then you'll start feeling the movement and the energy shift. Correct. So I, and so sometimes you cannot change it. I mean, aesthetically, sometimes it's not even good. Mm. You know, it's not pleasant. Right? Um, but in your bedroom, you can still activate your relationship direction. You can still activate your health direction. Perhaps you can activate one or two of the good energies, but it all adds up. And, you know, literally, if you think about, you know, multimillionaires and billionaires, they, they look at the one percent that makes a difference in their life you know mm. and so if that's one percent that makes a difference that one little thing changing your desk around like if somebody so many times they have their desk against the wall and i'm like how is business going well i said well you can't work because you're facing the wall and if you're facing the wall you're literally hitting the wall you're hitting the wall with your problems there's nobody able to sit on the other side of your desk how can you attract clients you know, financially, you will hit a wall and like, oh, my God, this is exactly how I feel. I said, OK, let's turn your desk around. And so many people then say, like, you know, they always want that promotion. Suddenly they start talking. I could have the promotion. I got a check in the mail. I don't know where, you know, just money start flowing better for them. And they start seeing opportunities because if you have space in front of you, that's why I said the first rule is space. If you have space around you and it's organized and it's clean, your brain will react this way. It will react with space, space to think, space to create, space to um, receive information and things will fall in place. But if you are putting yourself against the wall with your back to the door. I mean, don't be surprised you don't see any opportunities coming in your life. Why could you? You're with the back to it, yeah? Mm -hmm. Because you always have to make sure there is space around you to receive the wonderful energy of the universe. Oh, I love this. And already I'm, I'm just thinking I'm going to have to speak to my husband about this because he's actually facing the window with the door behind yeah. him. Mm. Mm. So what happens in that case, I always say to people, look, it's wonderful to see the, the outside, right? Mm. But, um, you know, clients do not come through the windows. Who comes through the windows? The people that take your money. Mm. Yeah. So mm. that's the first thing. The second thing is with your back to the door, people that do that, they will never get recognition for what they do. People ignore them. Yeah. So to ask your husband if he feels people respect and honor him. And his answer probably will be, oh, not really. 
turn it around, be a king, be a queen in your own space. Oh, I love that. I'm going to definitely um, share that with him. So Marie, for our listeners, let's go step by step. The best thing is for them to do feng shui, get the app as a way to find their best direction, and then they can do the dowsing. Yes, correct. And definitely get on the website your free energy report. It's like 18 pages about your energy and it shows step by step what you need to do. And this is, you know, one of the things we really, I am a really, really big believer of, um, I call it the Robin Hood principle. So I have a lot of top clients that pay me super well. <laughs> so um, I love to give back to people. And so that's why we give the first steps really for free because we want this, these little steps can really make a big difference. And it's fun, you know, even for your young children and your teenagers, they all love my app because it's colorful. It's like, oh, let's check out what's in your relationship direction. Oh, yeah, that will not help you. So it, it gives you such aha moments, right? Um, because people don't always... Uh, understand what they have around them. Um, I, I give you an example. Um, there was this man, and he was saying, "Marie, I'm ready for, you know, failure. You know, it's like I'm going to put chapter 11. That means bankruptcy." And he said, "I don't get it." He said, "I have this beautiful image of a, a big sailboat, like a yacht, in a beautiful river." It's an image of luxury. I said, what's your business about? I said, my business is real estate. I said, well, you're not selling yachts, right? So, okay, um, show me the picture. So he sent me this picture over. And when you look at the picture, at the end of the river is a waterfall. So if the yacht would come in, it would actually go down. And he said, that's exactly. I get all these big projects and nothing happens. And I said, yeah, because your subconscious saying, I get a big luxury yacht but it will end up down the drain. And I said, so change that picture, take it off, right? And put there the image of all the houses you're selling and put on it, you know, this is the amount and I wish to sell it for this amount. And he turned around his business in six months. He said, it's the only thing I really did. All the rest, we kept doing the same thing. And that's exactly what see with people. They keep doing the same things, but they change that one thing that is the foundation it's your anchor place of your energy. And if your home is supporting you instead of blocking you, you will start seeing the magic happening. Mm. Marie, there must be a sense of int intuition with you. You must be able to walk into a place and obviously can, can sort of like pick pictures, colors, because you've been doing it for a while. But, but I know that some people intuitively, you can walk into a house and go, wow, this feels really comfortable. Or you can walk into a house and go, oh, there's something not right about this house. So would there be a level of, for you, I know there would be a level of intu intuition, but for others... It, could it could it be um, that go with also what you feel if it doesn't feel right? Yeah, I have to be honest. There is a, a level of intuition for some people that is really right. You know, I have come into, um, you know, I have a, more than 20 billionaire clients. And sometimes I come into their office and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty well set up, you know. And I'm like, wow. But then I come into their bedroom, right? And it's a disaster right? It's for romance. So sometimes where they are very strong in, they, they have like a good uh, vibe about it and they set things up quite well. And then in other areas, it's really not good. So um, 
I would say, yes, there is, you can do a lot with um, intuition, right? And and some people are very sensitive to that and they can feel it really in their body, like, oh, that feels right, that doesn't feel right. But let's be honest, it's perhaps 1% of the population, right? Um, because the rest is not in tune anymore with the energy in themselves or around them, right? Mm. So they need some guiding lines and... Um, even me, when I come in, I will feel if the energy is really good, especially when the, there's a lot of stress zones and underground water, people really feel like, oh, it doesn't feel right. I don't want to stay here because it's actually not healthy. And then they come to other places and the dowsing would turn out really positive when I check. And there's always a place where they want to hang out. I'm like, hey, this is such a positive place here. And I said, that's where I always hang out. So we, we do things with intuition. But, you know, feng shui is more than intuition. There are principles and cures. And I, I can sometimes come in and say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that will be your success direction. And then I check my, my compass and that's their success direction because it tells exactly the story that they're living right now. So intuition plays a role um, for the people that are very sensitive. But, you know, let's be honest, um, not everybody's in tune with that. Of course, of course. So, Marie, we've got people from all over the world. How does it work now with um, could they book you online? How does that work? Do, do they take you through a walk through their home using their um, their camera? Like how does it how does it work if somebody wants to book you in for a session? Yeah, so I, I, like literally in, a, in an hour, I have a client in Arizona. They're building a new um, property. So I actually go online with them, you know, FaceTime or Zoom, and um, and I get the floor plan. Uh, I, I work with the, the architect in that case and see where it has to be placed. Um, I can give them uh, indications what to change in the floor plan. So, yeah, people can do this online. I do this all the time. If, um, you know, my prices are a little bit um, more higher up for some people, we have also a team of people that uh, can do that for you at a more affordable price sometimes. So if I always say, you know, uh, the master has its master prices, but we have a very good certified team. And we also have certification programs. So there are some people like, hey, I want to learn this myself. Then in about um, eight months, you actually really know, let's say about 60, 70% of what I know. Mm. Of course, you haven't had to practice for the last 30 years, but uh, at least you will already have a lot of information because I always say there's a 30% of practice experience that you know you you cannot just learn from the the books and uh, the courses that you have but yeah we have different possibilities for people to work with and but just start and it's really fun uh to look at what's your energy number and um and to find out more about this mm, thank you so much marie so what we normally do is we start wrapping up the show is always love to ask our woman of inspiration pick one word that best describes her personal brand what would be that one word for you um i think for me it would be love because um i love what i do and i love people and i always want people to you know find again love for themselves and love for you know i'm very big in finding creating love for people's romantic life and have love with their children. And so love is, um, you know, my, my number one word for sure. 
Oh, I love that. Thank you. And the last question that we always love to ask is, what would be three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? And they could be three practical exercises. Okay. So, yeah, so one of the things that um, I have been teaching people uh, since the beginning I became a teacher is something called the Tubes of Light Meditation. And it's kind of an inner feng shui meditation. And it's actually also available on the app for free. And, um, you know, I don't know how many, but, you know, for sure, um, more than hundred thousands of people are doing this meditation every morning. And it's a meditation I learned when I was seven from my teacher. And it's about um, connecting with the light, um, accepting the power that you have to create, um, accepting that you're loved and supported, that you can forgive uh, yourself uh, and others. And that you're always in alignment with the universe. So I will work with colors because um, this is one of the aspects of diamond feng shui and the quantum physics field is that I work with um, color vibrations. And um, because for me, feng shui is to help you reach enlightenment and to create an enlightened space for you and your family. So the tubes of light meditation is like an inner feng shui thing. So that's the first thing if you're interested in that. It helps you very much to feel protected, uh, to feel supported, and to feel lighter every day. And people do that in the morning. Um, and then um, a second nugget I want to give you is a lot of people are into uh, looking for more um, money and abundance. And so um, you were just saying the golden nuggets. Well, it's exactly the color gold is um, a color of abundance. So um, it's not that you have to have real golden objects around you, but if you can put the pictures of your family, uh, pictures of your uh, relationship, your certificates, your vision board, put that like in a gold looking frame, because then you're actually creating an exponential abundance. You will manifest the highest level because if you manifest the highest level, you get a golden medal, right? Mm. When you go to the Olympic. And so, you know, putting always something gold around you. I have always gold or gold looking energy on my desk because it gives you a subconscious vibration. When you enter your home, have something gold looking, could be a gold looking vase, could be a gold looking candle. It always gives you that um, energy um, of, okay, I tap into the amazing potential that the universe has for me. Um, another golden nugget I want to give you is, um, you know, uh, is mirrors. Um, a lot of people um, are in a bedroom and they have mirrors reflecting their bed. Um, always try to cover the mirrors. And it can also be your, your television that has a reflective glass when you have a mirror reflecting your bed, you have more stress, you have a harder time to sleep, you will have more issues in communication with your partner. Um, if you're by yourself, you will actually double the loneliness. So always cover the mirrors at night. Uh, during the day, that is fine. Um, that will be helpful to sleep better. Oh, I like all three of them. And as you're saying that, I've actually got my vision board right in front of me. And the way that I, and I've been doing them for years, mine's red. I was always told put on red and I think it had to be on the east wall as well. 
So it's uh, it's it's uh, I have to go and get myself some gold around my vision board. Correct. And, you know, a vision board for me is really to be placed in your personal success direction, because if I would put it in the East, my vision board will not manifest fast. Yeah. It really yeah. depends on who you are and so and what your birthday is. And so we have a very specific program um, that we do every year, making a feng shui vision board. Uh, based on your birthday, based on the energy of the year. There's certain colors that work better, but definitely, definitely add gold and always put yourself, a picture of yourself, a recent picture in the center of your vision board because you're the center of the universe. Mm, which I do, I do. Marie, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I have really, really enjoyed this conversation. I've taken lots of notes and I am so sure that our listeners are going to reach out to you. Um, I'm definitely going to be uh, activating my app as soon as I finish this conversation. But I can't thank you enough for your time, your energy and sharing your wealth of wisdom. Where is the best place for our listeners to find you? Well, there are several places. You can go to mariediamond.com. That's my website. You can go to Instagram at Marie Diamond 8 because 8 stands for long-term happiness. And uh, there, there's a lot of um, weekly videos and a lot of wonderful uh, free gifts um, of information. And you can also uh, have a wonderful YouTube channel where you can learn so much on feng shui and other things. You just research for Marie Diamond and you will find a lot of wonderful uh, YouTube videos. We'll have thank all you. of those in the show notes. Marie, thank you so, so very much for your time and energy and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. Or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you, so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit the subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift, where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplanner.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Until next week, wishing you a fabulous day.